At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house, and I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts. If you dare. When you buy Kroger brand products, you feel like you're winning. That's because they offer proven quality at lower than low prices. In fact, we guarantee that you and your family will love how Kroger brand products taste. Or you get your money back. So next time you're shopping for the family, look for delicious Kroger brand products. Because they'll make you all feel like you're winning. Shop now, in-store, or online. Kroger. Fresh for everyone. Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, right now you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real Steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details. This is the look ahead on VSIN, the sports betting network. And welcome in our number three. It's a brand new day in Las Vegas and here on the East Coast where I'm at in Motown. The Motor City we bet on Friday. The weekend is here. Dan Leach in for Scott Seidenberg here on The Look Ahead. And uh, we got a big hour number three for you. We'll talk with Scott Reichel for the Sports Gambling Podcast Network. A little college football action coming up next. We got some Big Ten stuff to get to. Break down some Major League Baseball and uh, get you ready for the weekend. Uh, recap my plays for the 3M. Uh, my initial plays that I just made a couple extra ones to head into the weekend out there at TPC. Uh, Twin Cities in Minnesota. And a big thanks again to Mackenzie Kramer. Great stuff by him. What a run for him in the World Series of Poker. Just awesome. He was able to play it and some really good stuff on NFL Futures as well as 3M matchups out there tomorrow or later today now uh, if you're on the West Coast in golf. Let's take a look at what happened. Big stories of the day. And the biggest story, of course, is Kyler Murray. Kyler Murray signing that $230.5 million deal to stay with the Arizona Cardinals. There was thoughts that maybe he wasn't going to be there. Could he get traded? I mean, uh, I think it would be nuts if that happened. Uh, but in the NFL these days, you never know. Uh, but via Adam Schefter, $230.5 million deal. That includes 160 mil guaranteed. It gives Murray the second highest money for a QB as far as average goes behind Aaron Rodgers at $46.1 million per year. And it's something where we're seeing this more now, and especially with quarterbacks, because we know 
quarterback's the most important position in sports, bar none. I know that is just my opinion, but it's the truth. So agree with me if, you, if you're smart. If not, I, I can't help you out there. But that being said, go back 10, 15, 20 years. You know, even just comparing salaries to like, you know, Major League Baseball, where I remember one year Marshall Falk was the best running back in football. He was making like $4 million. The Yankees, like ninth best pitcher, was making $10 million a year. And the Yankees uh, pitcher was guaranteed money. The the Marshall Falk contract was not. Now you're seeing a lot of guaranteed money, especially the top-level running backs and, of course, quarterbacks and some wide receivers and other players. The $160 million guaranteed 10, 15 years ago, unheard of. $40, 50000000 million guaranteed was, was rough back then. Now you're starting to see these teams protect their players and obviously the agents being smart saying, listen, we're not going to sign this deal unless, you know, what is that, 70 or so or a percent or whatever is guaranteed money. But, the, you know, the question is, is Kyler Murray worth it? This is a guy now heading into his fourth season, uh, you know, did, did get injured last year, did lose the home playoff game last year, has only been in one playoff game, but of course before that and won at all levels, and it was an incredible college quarterback, incredible high school quarterback, great athlete. But listen, this guy was, I don't want to say an Iron Man, but he was not injury prone in his first couple of years. He played all 16 games before they now have the 17-game schedule, and in 2020, uh, the Cardinals were just an 8-8 eight eight team because they still didn't have the right pieces around him. But he had 26 touchdowns through the air, 11 touchdowns through the ground, threw for almost 4,000 yards. Last year, where he only played 14 games, the Cardinals did go to the playoffs. He was 9-5 and five in those games, though. 100.6 quarterback rating. He did have 10 picks, which was a problem, but 24 touchdowns and 5 uh, through the ground. So 29 total, not as good as his 37, but he played in a couple less games. Listen, this is the kind of guy that we know in today's NFL, you have to lock up great quarterbacks. I'm here in Detroit. We have one playoff win since 1957. I know because I was there in January of 1991. Well, it was January of 92, the 91 season. At the old Pontiac Silverdome, my favorite uh, arena, arena or stadium of any arena or stadium. And it was so loud. And that just shows you that in the NFL, if the Lions had had a quarterback other than Scott Mitchell or Rodney Pete, uh, and obviously Matt Stafford did the best he could, it wasn't Matt Stafford's fault, maybe they would have won Super Bowls in the, in the 90s. They haven't even been to one. And look at teams like the Jets and teams like the Jaguars and, you know, Houston. I mean, obviously the Sean Watson Chronicles are, are over there. But you've got teams with great defenses, and they can't get the job done because they don't have the right quarterback. Kyler Murray is one of those quarterbacks that can change the way a game goes. He is good enough to come back from down 20. He is good enough to win a game by 30. And the Cardinals had to do this. Uh, but it's it's one of these things where are they worth putting some futures action on? Uh, this is a team that hasn't won a title since 1947, which is by far the longest active drought in the National Football League and Major League Baseball, and the NBA, and the NHL. My dad, the great Doc guy, 74 years young, was born in 1947. He was barely alive the last time the Cardinals won a title. And, you know, right now you look at their odds at DraftKings, 35-1 to 1 to win the Super Bowl, 20-1 to 1 to win the NFC, 4-1 to 1 to win there, which should be very tough, aside from Seattle Division with the Rams, the defending champs, and the San Francisco Giants. Giants, what am I talking about? It is late here in Detroit. San Francisco 49ers, who, of course, you know, should be a much better team this year. Uh, and we'll see what happens with them going forward. But then you look at their win total. Eight and a half to me is the play here. The under is actually minus 115. And yeah, these teams are going to beat up on each other in the NFC West. But with Murray fully there and, you know, Kingsbury working forward with this guy, 
Uh, and there are some pieces on offense. The defense should be better than it was last year. I think the the, the play, you look at their schedule, it's not a, it's not a, a you know, a, a murderer's row schedule. I think the over is the play here, eight and a half, uh, where you can get minus 105 at DraftKings. I'm not, you know, laying money on the, the Cardinals win the Super Bowl. They were a sexy pick the last couple of years. 20 to 1 to win the NFC, meh. I mean, the 4-1 to one to win the division could be worth a look. I mean, it, it's are you fading the Rams? Super Bowl hangover? Do you believe the Niners are going to be much improved? Obviously, the Seahawks are not a factor. You know, 4-1 to one isn't terrible when you look at what you've got in that division. And it's definitely a winnable division for a team like Arizona. But to me, the one play that I have already made and, and would make is the over 8.5 win total like the, in the 17-game schedule. The Cardinals can be a 9- or 10-win team. Uh, and obviously, last year... Uh, with Kyler Murray missing a couple games, they they won nine games with him in the games that he played. So that's what all you got to get to is another nine win total. Uh, you know, nine and eight gets it gets you a win there with the over eight and a half. So Kyler Murray signs the big deal. Uh, a couple other stories here for you: the Georgia Bulldogs were smart by re-upping Kirby Smart. No pun intended. Uh, agree, uh, they agreed to a ten-year, hundred and twelve million point uh, five dollar contract, making him the highest-paid coach in college football. It's incredible. Going back 10, 15, you know, 20 years, I remember, you know, Lou Holtz, I think he made a million dollars at some point later in his career. That was a huge deal. Now coaches are making eight, nine, ten. Jim Harbaugh, before he did anything until last year, was making around nine million dollars a year to be the Michigan head coach. Nick Saban makes over ten million dollars. So and Kirby Smart now, the richest and highest paid coach in college football, the SEC. It just means more there. That's our little tagline. So Link Kiffin said, uh, during uh, SEC media days. And the Cleveland Browns, they worked out QB Josh Rosen, ended up signing him for a year, uh, also worked out A.J. McCarron. Isn't this, I think it's Josh Rosen's fifth team since he was traded uh, by the Finns. He, they played a start Jacoby Brissett, by the way, if Deshaun Watson is suspended, uh, that via ESPN. Let's take a look at the Major League Baseball slate uh, coming up for Friday. We talked about uh, the, the earlier games uh, in the last hour Let's talk about the later games. We'll start with the Rockies at the Brewers. That should be an interesting series because the Rockies can score some runs. Milwaukee, a half game up in the NL Central, and they will send Burns to the mound, 7-4 with a 2-1-4 ERA, firmly in the uh, NL Cy Young race. Uh, sends, uh, excuse me, I'm going to say his name right. Sensatella. Sensatella. Uh, is going to go for the Rockies 3-5 and five, with a 4-9-5 ERA. Milwaukee, a monstrous favorite at minus 278, the total 7. I'm not laying in that money on the Brew Crew. Uh, and by the way, we did have uh, earlier in the show, uh, we, we talked with Justin Peary, who liked the Brewers to win the National League at 13-1. to The fact that they're leading the division, even though it's just by a half game, it's a two-team race. Uh, I think there's pretty good value there at 13 to one, but I'm definitely not laying 278, even with Burns on the mound, who has been incredible so far this year. But I looked at the total there, and as I mentioned, the Rockies can score some runs. Uh, I mean, Burns can obviously shut them down, but it's a matter of whether the Rockies can get it going against a guy with almost a five ERA. Maybe there's a you know kind of a, a look there, a lean on the over. I know I'm starting to see it at seven and a half. It wasn't seven. I liked it at seven. I don't really like it at seven and a half. Uh, but that might be a lean in a game right out of the All-Star break, which sometimes you can see a lot more run scoring than you would think. You would think that maybe out of the All-Star break, the pitchers would dominate. A lot of times it's the offense because the pitchers kind of had more time off than they're used to. Uh, so I do like a lean on the over there. Uh, Rays at Royals. We'll get it going. Undecided pitcher for the Royals. So no line on that one. Rangers at Athletics. It's Howard for Texas. He's 1-1 one one with a 6-9-7 ERA. 
Irvin for Oakland just off that doubleheader split with the Tigers. Uh, that wasn't Oakland. They didn't get to stay there, though, so no travel for them. He's 4-7 and seven, is Irvin with a 3.21 ERA. Texas is a small favorite, minus 115, the total 7. That is a stay-away game between two not great teams. Well, the A's are terrible. Rangers not that good either. Uh, so stay away from me on that one. How about the Nats and the D-backs from Chase Field in Phoenix? It's a 9:40 Eastern start. Undecided pitcher for Washington right now. It'll be Gallon for Arizona. He's four and two with a 3.56 ERA. I would, I would think that the D-backs will be a decent minus 130 to minus 150 favorite, no matter who the Nationals trot out there. And then the 10-10 Eastern starts will have the Astros at the Mariners. Julio Rodriguez and the Mariners get started in the second half, trying to give me a playoff team. Astros coming off that doubleheader sweep with the Yankees, 61-32 and 32 on the year. Mariners 51-42. and 42. Uh, It'll be Urquidy for uh, the Houston Astros, 8-4, with a 4.09 ERA. Gonzalez for Seattle, 5-9 with a 3.50 ERA. Houston, a small favorite on the road at Seattle, minus 115. The total, 8.5. And, and the Giants... Off that last-minute loss to the Dodgers, Dodgers win it 9-6 to late in the game in the bottom of the eighth inning. Dodgers now 61-30. and They are 31-13 and in Chivas Arena, the host of this year's All-Star game. Giants 48-44. and It's going to be Webb, who's had a great year for Frisco. He's in the Cy Young race. 9-3 and with a 2-8-3 ERA. And Anderson has been incredible for the Dodgers. He is 10-1 and with a 2-9-6 ERA. Dodgers minus 140 total, 7.5. Maybe a lean on the under. In that one, maybe a little value on the Giants to get back and tie that series up at one game apiece. All right, coming up next, we are going to talk some college football. I can't believe we're almost there with college football with Scott Rachel. Daily chip for Scott Seidenberg here on The Look Ahead on VSIN, the Sports Betting Network. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow The Global Story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. This is Colin Coward from The Herd with Colin Cowherd. Angie's list is now Angie, the nation's largest home service marketplace. They're here to help homeowners get all their jobs done well. Angie has helped over 150 million homeowners care for their homes. Whatever your home project, big, small, indoor, outdoor, come to Angie to connect with and hire skilled pros to get the job done well. Listen, I've got a couple of things in a bathroom in my house. Gotta get it fixed. I don't have time and I'm not good at it. Angie is. In just a few taps, in the Angie app or clicks on the site. You can have Angie tackle your home service project start to finish. With over 200,000 pros in their network, Angie makes it easy to research, compare, and hire pros to ensure a job done well. With 29 years of experience combined with new digital tools to simplify the process, Angie makes completing home projects really easy. 
Renters, you can use Angie, too, for moving, installations, or cleaning. Angie can even help with extremely specific projects. Just tell them what you need, and Angie will find the right solution for you. Get started at Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I dot com, or download the app today. Hey, guys, this is Matt Jones, Drew Franklin from the Fade This Podcast. we got a great episode coming up, picks in all the sports, football, basketball. We do them all, but here's a preview of this week's episode. Do you think it's more embarrassing to dye your hair or to have hair plugs? I don't think either are embarrassing if you're not trying to conceal it and act like you didn't. Okay, so you think if you just come out and go, I got hair plugs... Yeah, like check out these hair. Pl- I mean, don't just walk around. Hey, tapping. Your head. Hey, hey, stranger. I don't want you thinking this is natural. You know, but I mean, <laughs> do you, you have to do that with everyone you meet? Try to act like they. Uh, you know what I mean? Yeah, but I mean, like, like John Cena got it. You know, when John Cena came back to wrestling, he had a bald spot, and now he doesn't. Mm-hmm. You think he should be required in all interviews to say, "Look, by the way, I covered up my bald spot." Yeah, I guess it's weird. I mean, you don't wear a sign or like put a sign in your yard, but all right. So, what about toupees? Those are the most obvious. I but let's like. say you're like Bill Self and you can get it to where it looks good. His is magical. I don't even know if his is a toupee. It is. Though. I think he went into the future and had a procedure we haven't even discovered yet. And this episode was brought to you in partnership with DraftKings. To hear more, listen and subscribe to Fade This on iHeartRadio or wherever you listen to podcasts. This is The Look Ahead on VSIN, the sports betting network. If you're looking for more sports betting discussion around your local teams, look no further. Bet Rivers has you covered. Bet Rivers has launched a series of CityCasts designed to tackle sports betting from the local perspective. There are CityCasts in Chicago, Denver. Hey, yours truly award-winning, as my dad says in my own mind, in Detroit, Los Angeles, New York, Philadelphia, Pittsburgh, and now the nation's capital, Washington, D.C. Subscribe to your local CityCast wherever you get your podcasts. Dan Lee Chin for Scott Seinberg here on The Look Ahead, steaming through our number three. And it's my pleasure to welcome in Scott Rachel uh, for the Sports Gambling Podcast Network. Great peeps over there. And we're getting closer and closer, Scott, to college football. I can't can't wait to be at Michigan Stadium, noon, September 3rd, Colorado State. But I got to ask you this first, Scott. We're in this era now. I know it hasn't officially happened yet. But we're in a world where USC and UCLA are going to be in the Big Ten. I know I don't want to sound like the old curmudgeon here. I'm not that old, but I guess I'm not 20 anymore. I think it's crazy. I know you've got to adapt or die. What are your feelings on the fact that we're going to eventually probably have two or three mega conferences and the ways of the tradition of the past, which I love about college football, are basically gone? On the head there, it is adapt or die. You know that if... The Big Ten, for example, doesn't pick up on USC or UCLA. Another conference will. And at the end right. of the day, money makes the world go around, especially in college sports. So I'm not exactly surprised this has happened. The issue is geography. I mean, you're talking about a situation where you have a lot of teams uh, either in the Midwest or hell, even Rutgers, if you want to go that far. And suddenly they're traveling in the middle of a school week to California while also trying to balance a class schedule. It's a little bit weird, but... Just to go through everything, it's really just about the money. And now you have the whole NIL situation, but it's mostly involving TV deals and how you can make a lot of money if you end up joining a different conference, mostly involving the Pac-12, because the Pac-12 is dissolving as we speak. And we might talk about them later on. I'm not sure how many years they have left, 
but you can talk about a Power 5. It's realistically a Power 4, and you can argue the Pac-12 might just not be around for a couple more years. Yeah, and I'll tell you this, on that, uh, you know, the midweek travel to students, I've been a proponent of at least an 8 or a 12-team playoff forever, and every other level of every sport in all the NCAA Division 1, 2, and 3, they have playoffs, but they would say, oh, it's because we want to respect the students studying, yet they let them travel during the week for the NCAA basketball tournament. It's all nonsense. You're right. It's all about money, but it's just a crazy landscape we're in now, and you got to, as we said, adapt or die. Let's talk some college football here as we're getting closer and closer, less than seven weeks away from the opening weekends. And I, I want to talk some futures here. We'll start with the SEC. Bama, of course, the favorite for good reason, minus 177. Had one of the highest favorites of Bryce Young. Georgia, you know, the defending chance, plus 155. But then you look at AM, Texas AM, 16 to 1. The rest of the team's 50 or 60 to 1 further on. Obviously, I don't think there's any value with laying the money on Alabama with so much talent in the SEC. But what do you think? I mean, for me, I think AM could have some value. I know that, you know, Jimbo Fisher and Nick Saban supposedly aren't, you know, enemies anymore. They, they've buried the hatchet. But there's a lot of talent in AM. And is there any value at 16 to 1 to supplant Georgia and Alabama this year? For me, I don't think so. I know that, of course, it's more attractive to say you have a case on a 15 or 16 to 1. My question for you or my counterpoint do you actually like AM's quarterback situation? No, I think it's right. I think it's that's the only thing that scares me about it. If they, if they figure it out, then I feel better about it. But right now, no, I don't like it at all. I was going to say, because they beat Alabama last year with a backup quarterback in Calzada. Now, he transferred out of the program. Right. But King, do I trust him? Not really. And if you look at the teams on paper, Georgia is not going to be as good as they were last year. I mean, last year they were just a phenomenal team. You can argue that Bama is going to be close. They did lose a couple of big uh, quality receivers, of course, but Bama is basically wide receiver U, and they bring in a bunch of great players at the wide receiver position pretty much every year. But you bring back the Heisman Trophy winner in Bryce Young, you have a good running back core, and you bring back Will Anderson Jr., who might be the best defensive player in the country. So the way that I see it, I want to make a case for a long shot, but A&M has to travel to Bama this year after beating Bama last year. I don't think A&M's going to Tuscaloosa and winning that one. So I want to make a case. I have a couple of underdogs or some sleepers in other Power 5 conferences. The SEC is not one of them. I'm just expecting Bama versus Georgia. Yep, that's and that's the way it basically has been for it seemingly forever, at least this modern era. Let's talk about the Big Ten, where I'm at here in the Midwest, and the Buckeyes, you know, a, a big favorite for a reason, minus 230, C.J. Stroud, of course, they lost some wide receivers, uh, but Ryan Day continues to reload like they have in Ohio State forever, uh, especially during the Urban Meyer days, and you got my Wolverines at 8.5-1, to one. they lost a ton on defense, but the offense should be great if they figure out their quarterback situation, whether it's McNamara or J.J. McCarthy. Penn State, I know, is taking a ton of action at 13-1, to one. Wisconsin as well, Nebraska 17-1, to one. Minnesota 18-1, what about the Big Ten? Is there value further down the trough there betting against the Buckeyes? So for this one, I actually was going to divisions. I did find a sports book that had odds on uh, on the uh, team to win the Big Ten West. I think Ohio State's going to win the East. I think they're going to end up making it to the conference title game as they should. They're the best team in the conference. We already know that. Now, for the West, I think it's interesting because you have Wisconsin, you have Nebraska, you have Iowa. It amazes me how many Big Ten teams that are good – just continue to send out the same awful quarterbacks yeah. every year For without years. even trying to use the transfer portal. Wisconsin's best team in probably the last 15 years was Russell Wilson being yeah. their quarterback who was a transfer from NC State. And Wisconsin saw Graham Mertz play and said, we want that guy again. <laughs> and you're looking at what Iowa did. 
Oh, we got Petrus again. That's great. Yeah, like, yeah, I'm sure that's going to do wonders for you. Like, Nebraska tried. They tried the Martinez experiment. Didn't work out. They got Casey Thompson, which is an upgrade. So maybe that can do something. But I saw Minnesota to win the West at around plus 650. I actually like the odds on that because they got Morgan back at quarterback, who's a veteran. He's a pretty solid game manager. They got Ibrahim back, who got injured very early on into last season. You could argue that he's potentially the best or second best running back in the conference. They got Altman Bell back, a wide receiver. The defense is a bit of a question mark, but P.J. Flex always been known to perform well with a pretty, I'd say, underwhelming roster in terms of talent. But Minnesota won a decent amount of games last year, and they were missing a bunch of guys. And if you want to talk about the Big Ten West, do you really love any team in that division? Because I don't. Nope, I don't either. And you mentioned Petrus and Iowa. I saw that Big Ten title game when I was out there in Indianapolis. Uh, that's to me. I think it's a great call on the, on the West. PJ Fleck lo- obviously loved in these parts here in the Midwest from his days with Western Michigan. Uh, a lot of people wanted to be the Michigan State coach. Let's talk Big Twelve though, and talk about a conference that has a much more reasonable, you know, kind of top level of the of the favorites: Oklahoma two to one, Texas two and a half to one, Baylor five to one, Oklahoma State seven to one, that Oklahoma, Iowa State TCU uh, both fourteen to one. This seems like this uh, there's a, a ton of value up and down this overall outright uh, market. Yeah, there is for me. This actually is one of my sleepers or somewhat long shots that I'm going to take here. I like Baylor at 7-1. to one. I think it's disrespectful that the defending conference champions are 7-1. to one. Even the runner-ups for Oklahoma State are also 7-1. to one. I get Oklahoma has the talent, but I usually try to fade teams to win conferences when they have so much turnover with the coaching staff. And, of course, Lincoln Riley went to California, and they brought in Venables, who's a very good coordinator, Are we sure he's going to be a very good head coach because he has basically no experience? So I don't really feel great about jumping in, especially with a new quarterback situation because Caleb Williams left. Dylan Gabriel, I think, is okay. I'm not exactly sold on him. They lost Kennedy Brooks as well. Baylor, I like. I think they're very experienced. They're very solid in the trenches. And if you're looking at Dave Aranda, who did arguably the best coaching job of any team last year, I do think there's a lot of value there. Texas, I get the schedule's favorable. I get the fact that they have talent, but I cannot get behind Sarkeesian. Am I just supposed to forget that they blew a bunch of winnable games at the end of the, of last year and they somehow lost to Kansas? Like, no, I get they not. have talent this year. Do you like Sarkeesian? Because he's the kind of coach that can win you some games and gets you good recruits, but you wonder why the recruits even went there because he drastically gets out coached in a bunch of games. <laughs> I'm being harsh, but I'm being honest, you know? Yeah, he's the ultimate, okay, yes, he can win some games, but the most important ones, I don't trust him at all. So I like your take there. Listen, uh, we've got got about a minute left here. I wonder if we can just take USC and and UCLA and throw them in the Big Ten odds this year. I'm kidding. But do we have a play in the uh, the Pac-12? USC, the favorite, 2-1. Obviously, new coach out there. Lincoln Riley, Utah, 240, uh, plus 50 with Oregon as well, 10-1 Washington. Any play in the uh, Pac-12? Oh, it's really tough because the three favorites are so close together. You can make an argument if you want to go Oregon because USC and Utah are going to kill each other in the other division, but I'm not exactly sold on Oregon's overall roster. I'm actually going to go with Utah. I think USC has a lot of talent offensively, obviously, but these are the Lincoln Riley's teams. They don't play any defense, and it's good that he showed up because their defense stinks. So nothing's really changed from Oklahoma because the defense (laughs) shouldn't be very good. But USC has to travel to Utah we're assuming that game will probably decide who wins that actual division. I'll take the home team there. I like Whittingham a lot. I think he's a great coach. And I do think that even though USC has a lot of talent, 
like Oklahoma, he's going to have to try to outscore everybody because they're not going to get many stops. And I like Utah's physicality. I like them in the trenches. And I think they could wear down USC over a 60-minute game at home. Great stuff, Scott. I can't wait. Can't believe we're getting closer and closer to college football. Thanks so much for joining us. Uh, give Scott a follow on Right Shell Radio. Look forward to talking to you, uh, uh, talking to you soon in the future. Yep, looking forward to it. Month out. Get excited. Yep, can't wait. Follow Scott at Right Shell Radio. Great stuff by him from the Sports Gambling Podcast Network. More to come here. Daily Super Scott Seidenberg on the look ahead on Visa the Sports Betting Network. This is the look ahead on VSN, the Sports Betting Network. Before you make your next bet, be sure to visit VEASAN.com to check the current betting splits data. This new feature gives you insights on where the money and bets are moving for every game. You'll be able to see where the public is betting based on the number of tickets and where the money doesn't match the public opinion. Very important. Data is available for money line, over-unders, and against the spread bets. Betting splits are another way. VEASAN is here to make you a smarter, better year-round. Check out today's betting splits for every game at vcin.com. Dan Leach here. Got about a half an hour left on your look ahead. I'm in for Scott Seidenberg. Love the ass man. He'll be back shortly. Uh, but great to be here uh, with the great team of J- Jason Kahn. And I'm forgetting the other Shrewsberries, great audio people and engineers. Uh, Taylor and St. Nick, that's right. Taylor Tucky and St. Nick. St. Nick likes to go around and drop off presents to all the different guests and hosts and producers year-round. Uh, so, I mean, it costs him a lot of money, but he's a very generous guy. Uh, but working, working with those guys has been great tonight, and I uh, appreciate all the guests that, that have come out as well, including Scott Rachel, who joined us last segment, talking some college football. We are literally weeks away. Uh, and you can follow me on, on Twitter, by the way, at Rachel Radio, R-E-I-C-H. EL Radio, part of that Sports Gambling Podcast Network with my man Sean Green and others, and I love those guys. Had shot on My Guys in the Desert earlier this week uh, when I was in for Stormy. I'll be on My Guys in the Desert later today, Eastern Time and Western Time now. Uh, looking forward to working with Britain, producer Britain, so that should be a lot of fun. Tune in, 5 Eastern, 2 Pacific. And speaking of where we're at with uh, you know college football and the NFL being so close, the pandemic obviously has changed a lot of things, perspective patience, understanding, gratitude. I think we all should be grateful that we're all alive and what we've gone through these last few years. But to me, I just remember going back three, four years, doing sports radio here in Detroit, and, you know, calling games, play-by-play, football as well. It seemed like it took forever after the Super Bowl to get back to college and pro football. And being a big better, you know, for years, since I was like 10 doing parlay cards in middle school, uh, Actually, I don't think I was 10. I think it was 12 or 13 when I was doing the parlay cards. But definitely betting it away <laughs> to a young age. I, it just seemed like it took forever after the season ended. I think that based on what we've had to go through as a you know as a planet, and obviously as a country here specifically for football, in the last couple of years, it seems like it has not been that long. And obviously they've changed the schedule around with golf and some other things. And and it just it seems like football has come quicker than it has in the past. And I think part of that's obviously living life with gratitude because, you know, we lost, you know, some games we lost seasons and we lost sports for a while at the, you know, that first, you know, very heavy year of the pandemic in 2020. And then we lost some stuff at times last year as well. The, remember the NBA bubble, you know, the hockey bubble teams could go to Canada. Uh, it's just crazy. 
So at least we're in a better place now. And hopefully we don't have to worry about going back even close to what that was like. But it, it, to me, I'm just grateful because it seems like football has come faster than it does and has in many years. And there's so many things to bet on now. Legal betting where I'm at in Michigan and Pennsylvania and obviously out in Las Vegas, of course, with D.C. and New York. It's great. And there's a lot of value to be had, and that's why, you know, VEASAN itself is amazing. And, you know, getting the, the stuff on the website, listening to the great CityCast, including yours truly, the Detroit CityCast, brought to you by our great peeps at Bet Rivers. So uh, just grateful to be involved with VEASAN because it's ways to help you make more money and, and profitability. And and to be able to get ready for football with a good bankroll is always a good thing because that's where a lot of money can be made. And I want to get into a little Big Ten talk here. And the big question is, can anybody beat the Buckeyes? Of course, they have one of the Heisman favorites in C.J. Stroud. They lost Garrett Wilson and some other receivers and some players on defense. But Ryan Day, as I mentioned uh, in the last segment with Scott, you know, Ohio State's been reloading at a SEC-type level for years. I mean, they're not recruiting as good as teams like Georgia, Bama, and some others do overall because, the you know, the best talent is going to the SEC, but Ohio State is kind of like a SEC light team, especially the you know when it comes to what they've done in the Big Ten, and you know teams like Michigan at times can kind of be close as far as the subjective you know recruiting rankings. It's such a subjective thing uh, when you've got high school players from you know thousands of high schools around the country and how they're going to translate you know playing in, in major you know power conference Division One football, FBS football. But the Buckeyes have consistently been a top five, top ten overall recruiting team for a long, long time. And the difference between them, maybe a team like Michigan or a team like Wisconsin in the Big Ten uh, or a team you know like Iowa, is that they will get these, these top-level recruits and they turn them into top-level players. At the other schools, Michigan's had a great successful rate of having top recruiting classes under Jim Harbaugh, even under Brady Hoke. But translating them to being the best players they can be has been a problem for teams like Michigan and some others. I mean, Michigan State for years under Mark D'Antonio would take the Le'Veon Bells and the Kirk Cousins, the two and three stars, and turn them into like four and five stars. It was like Michigan would get the four and five stars, but would they'd go down to like three stars. I'm, trying to, I'm forgetting his name right now. It was, I just had it in my head. But there was a, Derek something, a running back, uh, about seven, eight years ago, was like a five-star. I think he was the number one ranked running back and ended up completely flaming out. He's from New Jersey and did, did nothing for the Wolverines. That's the problem when you don't get the right four or five-star blue-chip players. And that's why the question is, can anybody beat the Buckeyes? And this year in the Big Ten, I know Scott mentioned the, the Big Ten West, you know, having a play on Minnesota. I'm with them on that. And I don't think Iowa will be alive, but Petrus, the quarterback, who got destroyed by the Wolverines last year and the only game that Iowa played against a great team other than the Buckeyes, um... It's it's one of these things where, you know, they are the the big money favorite for a reason. I mean, they're minus two thirty three or two thirty or so to win the Big Ten. When most of the other conferences, I mean, you got Bama almost a minus two hundred dollar favorite, but everyone else is plus money in the Pac twelve or the Big Twelve. And you know, Michigan's the second favorite coming off the great. Orange Bowl run. Yes, they got blasted by Georgia. Lost a ton on defense with Ojabo and Hutchinson and Daxel and some others going to the draft. But the offense in Ann Arbor should be awesome. And they got to figure out if J.J. McCarthy, the upstart sophomore, or Kate McNamara, the guy that got him to the Big Ten Championship versus its 3 uh, and got them to the playoff first time ever is going to be the guy or if they're going to go with with the, you know, the young hotshot. And we still don't know right now. I know J.J. McCarthy is 70-1 to in the Heisman. We don't know if he's a starter yet. McNamara is 100-1, to but McNamara would definitely be behind him anyway. But McCarthy isn't even the starter yet and is listed, obviously, higher for the odds right now when it comes to winning the Heisman Trophy. 
not that I'm saying it's going to happen, but you look at, you know, what Michigan could be offensively. They've got some some talent on defense. They had talent, you know, obviously last year that left, but they still had talent that was going to stay and players that are on the up and up. Uh, so they're definitely worthy of being the second favorite at eight and a half to one. But I'm not putting a play on Michigan this year. I want to see how they start the season. They should be four and zero with some easy home games, including Hawaii and Colorado State. They're a 27 half point favorite for that September third opener uh, against uh, uh, Colorado State in the Big House game. I'll be at. Then you got Penn State taking a lot of action. Uh, 13 to one with Scott. I just don't trust Penn State with James Franklin. Uh, Wisconsin 13 to one. Nebraska 17 to one. Minnesota 18 to one, along with Iowa. Uh, and you got Michigan State as well. And you look at, um, you know, w- who could possibly be the team that would take down the Buckeyes. And, you know, Michigan State, I know something that has value with Mel Tucker in his third year. He's done a great job recruiting and obviously has, you know, not lost to Michigan. They're 27 to 1, but I just don't think they have the horses. I mean, I'm not even considering a team like Purdue or Indiana or Maryland or Northwestern. I think you look at Minnesota, who I know Scott like for the Big Ten West, value there at 18 to 1. I mean, you have to look at, uh, you know, Michigan being an eight and a half to one, uh, you know, being, you know, plus 850 and the second favorite uh, being as being alive. I just don't think there's value there. I think Michigan should be closer to around 12 to one. But Michigan is a public bet team, much like the Yankees or the Cowboys or the, the Lakers. They're a very public bet team. So their true odds are probably closer to 11 or 12 to one, what they should be. But since there's so many people that put money on them, uh, you know, they're going to drive that down. I remember Michigan. Uh, the year they could have gone to the playoff, I think it was Harbaugh's second year in Ann Arbor, they were the most bet-on team to win the national title. And, yeah, they were a good team, but they weren't going to go to the playoff. Yet they were the second most bet or the most bet-on team uh, to win the national championship because they were a very public bet team. They're the biggest alumni in the world. So, to me, I'm looking at a team like Minnesota. I'm looking at a team like Wisconsin, possibly. Uh, but when you're looking at the end, just being honest about it, with all the talent the Buckeyes have and having C.J. Stroud, who is definitely one of the top three Heisman favorites, uh, I think that the Buckeyes definitely are, are you know the favorite for a reason and, and are going to win the Big Ten. Uh, so it's all about maybe seeing how things start and maybe you see like a, a team like Penn State look better than you thought they were going to be and their odds stay around 13-1 or 15-1 because the Buckeyes look so good and, and, and spring into value there. Maybe the Wolverines, they, they named J.J. McCarthy. He looks incredible in those first few games. And their odds kind of stay where they're at, 7, 8, 9, 10 to 1. Maybe that's where you, you pull the trigger. Maybe Minnesota has that great start. Uh, they've been looking for under P.J. Fleck. And they have a, you know they their odds are right around 18 to 25 to 1. Maybe you, you take a, a flyer on that. But, you know, the Big Ten is a conference that it's Ohio State's to lose. That's for sure. Uh, and we'll see how things shake out in less than seven weeks right now all right we got one segment left here we'll take a little uh look at the major league baseball slate and some best bets for friday and the weekend stan leach and for scott seidenberg here on the look ahead right here on visa the sports betting network at bed 365 we don't do ordinary we believe that every sport should be epic every home run every hit every inning every play from the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. From BBC Radio 4, 
Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house, and I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts. If you dare. This is Colin Coward from The Herd with Colin Cowherd. Angie's list is now Angie, the nation's largest home service marketplace. They're here to help homeowners get all their jobs done well. Angie has helped over 150 million homeowners care for their homes. Whatever your home project, big, small, indoor, outdoor, come to Angie to connect with and hire skilled pros to get the job done well. Listen, I've got a couple of things in a bathroom in my house. Got to get it fixed. I don't have time and I'm not good at it. Angie is. In just a few taps in the Angie app or clicks on the site. You can have Angie tackle your home service project start to finish. With over 200,000 pros in their network, Angie makes it easy to research, compare, and hire pros to ensure a job done well. With 29 years of experience combined with new digital tools to simplify the process, Angie makes completing home projects really easy. Renters, you can use Angie too for moving, installations, or cleaning. Angie can even help with extremely specific projects. Just tell them what you need, and Angie will find the right solution for you. Get started at Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I.com, or download the app today. Zumo Play is your destination for endless entertainment. With a diverse lineup of 350-plus live channels, movies, and full TV series, you'll easily find something to watch right away. And the best part? It's all free. Love music? Get lost in the 90s with iHeart 90s. Dance away with hip-hop beats and more on the iHeartRadio music channels. No logins, no signups, no accounts, no hassle. So what are you waiting for? Start streaming at play.xumo.com or download from the app and Google Play stores today. All you can stream with Zumo Play. This is the look ahead on VSIN, the sports betting network. Baseball predictions made brighter. Join the board in a ballpark challenge presented by Blue Moon to compete free for cash all season. Any weekly any weekly prediction pools to fight for your share of $62,500 in cold cash and total cash prizes. Head to your to DraftKings.com slash Blue Moon now to join the action. Blue Moon made brighter 21 plus only terms and conditions and other eligibility restrictions apply. See DraftKings.com for details. Please drink responsibly. Dan Leach in for Scott Seidenberg here on The Look Ahead. And we got our final segment here before we get into follow the money. I want to kind of Roll through some of my best bets for Friday and the weekend. We'll talk a little 3M here and Major League Baseball. And, you know, it's one of those scheduling quirks because of the late start to the season. So here in Detroit where I'm at, the Tigers just played a split doubleheader, or a straight doubleheader, excuse me, with the Oakland A's out in Oakland. And now since they have to travel back home to face Minnesota, no Friday game. I don't think in my lifetime, other than like a postponement for rain or, you know, bad weather conditions, that there's ever been a Friday the Tigers have not played on during the season when baseball was going on. Obviously not the strike year, <laughs> the second half of the year, no one played. But just one of those weird quirks we have now because 
you know, teams have to have these weird situations where they got to go and travel from the east to west or west to east and play a one-game, you know, set or a two-game set and then travel back and and, and get back home. And they're not going to make them play. You know, the Tigers are going to play a doubleheader in Oakland and then come back and have to play on Friday, even if it's a night game. Uh, so no game for the Tigers. And this is the way it's going to be for some other teams throughout the year on a Friday. Uh, but they'll get going against the Twinkies on Saturday for a couple. And the Padres coming to town. One of my plays at 30-1 to 1 to win the World Series. Uh, they will play three games in Detroit. But let's take a look at some of the games coming up later today. And I do have a few plays for you. And we'll we'll start here with the Yankees and the Orioles. And you look at the Yanks. You know, best team in baseball. Aaron, I'll be the judge of that. You know, you got Cortez. You got all this great talent on New York. They should win the American League. But the Orioles, you got to give respect to a bottom-dwelling team in, in in Baltimore that found a way to have that huge winning streak. They're 500 to start of the second half. They're 25 and 17 at home. Yanks, by the way, 27 and 18 away. And 46 and 44 are the Birds. And Talion goes for the Yanks. He's 10 and 2 with a 3.86 ERA. But Wells has been great for Baltimore. He is 7 and 5 with a 3.38 ERA. The Yanks minus 160, the total nine. To me, this smells of one of those games that you've seen happen so many different times with a team like the Yankees or the Dodgers or the Red Sox when they're a big favorite, not a, not a monster favorite, but a pretty big road favorite. And you've got a, a team starting a, a nice three-game set. Beautiful weather expected in Baltimore. And you've got the Orioles plus around 140 to 145 or so. I love a play, you know, a small play on the Orioles to get this series started off well. They've got Wells on the mound. Uh, they've got, you know, a, a solid offensive lineup. We talked earlier in the show uh, when my man Justin Perry talked about Ryan Mountcastle as a player to watch in the second half. I like the Baltimore Orioles to start off this three-game set with the Yanks in high fashion. So give me a play on Baltimore. Then I was looking at the Padres and the Mets. Max Scherzer back for the Mets, six and one with a two-two-two ERA. The Mets fifty-eight and thirty-five, twenty-eight and fifteen at home. The Padres, you Darvish has been solid, eight and four with a three-four-one ERA for you Darvish. The Mets are a big favorite in this one, minus 190, even with Darvish on the mound. The total six and a half. I'm obviously not laying the 190. I like the Padres with the plus money and Darvish on the mound. And I looked at the total, and I'm like, all right, Scherzer coming off the injury. And, you know, you got Darvish. The ERAs don't even equal six. And that's why the total right around six and a half. But I think there's value on a small play on the over. I think coming out of the break, you're going to see some offenses maybe ahead of the pitchers who have a little extra rest, which you might think would be an advantage for some of them. It will be. But for others, it kind of throws off their routine. And I like there to be more runs scored in this game than maybe uh, the odds makers expect there to be. So I'm going to take a small play on the over, but I like the Padres plus the 170 or so, uh, 160 to 170 on the muddy line. Then, uh, another game that I was looking at was this Brewers-Rockies game. Uh, the the Brewers, a huge favorite of this one with Burns, one of the Cy Young favorites on the mound. He goes against Sensatella, or tell, excuse me, Sensatella. I always watch his name. Apologies. Uh, three and five uh, with a 4.95 ERA, and Burns seven and four with a 2.14 ERA. I'm looking at the total of this one. You know the Rockies can score some runs, obviously much better at Coors Field, but I look at, at, at Colorado as being able to get three or four runs in this one, even against Burns, and the Brewers can score five, uh, you know, six themselves uh, against Sensatella, 
And I like the over. I like a small play on the over. I mean, when I say small play, the reason I'm, I'm saying that is I'm not putting tons of money on overs right now to start the second half. This isn't, you know, you can't just bet every baseball game and be a profitable, you know, better. So when I say a small play, I'm not talking about a full unit, maybe a half unit, a quarter unit based on what you bet on, uh, because there's certain situations where I'll, I'll roll with a full unit. I did uh, yesterday uh, with the Tigers. I, I know uh, producer Jason Kahn uh, missed out on this because he didn't ask me in time, but I gave it out of my award-winning Detroit CityCast. I like the Tigers minus the run and a half plus 130. Of course, they won easily 7-2 to in the first game, and I said if the Tigers won the first game, bet against Hill, the Tigers pitcher, and uh, the Tigers in game two, and the A's blinked them 5 to nothing. So there are times where I will do a full unit in baseball. There's times where I like uh, you know a two- or, or three-leg parlay in baseball for a unit, maybe a couple favorites and a, and a, and a small underdog, something like that. So you got to be judicious when you're about baseball. There's so many games. They don't mean as much, obviously, as even the NBA or NHL does with 82 games, but definitely not nearly as close to as much as college or pro football mean. But you can definitely, you know, profit yourself uh, uh, a lot of money in baseball if you bet smartly. And a lot of that money, to me, is made on totals and taking overs, to be honest. I'm not betting a lot of unders. I'm looking for value in overs. So those are three baseball plays for you. I do have a couple plays in the 3M Open uh, pre, pre-tournament, pre-flop, uh, in the the uh, 3M, I did have some plays. A few of them are looking okay right now. Uh, but I did take Davis Riley, who did not get off to a great start, uh, at 25 to 1. Brendan Steele at 35 to 1. JT posted at 50 to 1. Steele had posted her right and they're hanging around. Ryan Palmer, terrible first round. I had him at 50 to 1. Garrett Kingo, 100 to 1, just half unit on him. He was terrible. Probably he's going to miss the cut. But Callum Terrible at 125 to 1, had a half unit on him. He is right in the mix here. Uh, and just six shots off the lead and could hopefully get off to a really good start in round number two with an earlier start time, uh, 940 Eastern, and the conditions should be good there in the TBT Twin Cities. We didn't see as many birdies as we expected in round number one. Maybe we'll see that in round number two. But I did make two plays uh, to add on uh, for some outrights, and I feel like there's some solid value in taking uh, uh, Chesson Hadley who I got at 45 to 1. He's actually minus three right now, has a later tee time, just three off the lead. Is the lead really six, or is the lead really somewhere between four and five right now? And obviously, it's not like you have Rory McElroy or uh, you know, John Rom leaning right now at six under. It's Sunjay, who's a very solid player, and Scott Piercy, who's not really been there that many times. So I think this lead's gonna this leaderboard's gonna kind of you know go up and down throughout day number two. But I liked the play on Hadley at 45 to 1. And also Grayson Sig. It's just a matter of time before this guy truly breaks out the young American. He was 70, uh, shot a 70 minus one in the first round. He's got an earlier start time at 929 Eastern. Got him at 75 to 1. Actually, I just missed out on 100 to 1. I know that's what he was and then he started getting bet. Uh, but I like Grayson Sig to have a nice day. He's minus one, so I have a play on him at 75 to 1. And that gets you ready into the weekend with the 3M. I know there are some player, some people that are, are, are making some plays on Hake Libiota. We talked to McKenzie uh, about that uh, earlier in the show. Uh, he has been some matchups. Uh, did um, McKenzie Kramer has Libiota minus 120 over Schenck, uh and also has Steele, my man Steele, Brennan Steele, minus 105 over Adam Hadwin. So I know that some are playing uh, uh, Libiota on an outright, get him around 30 or so to one. I'm not playing him now. Maybe I'll see what happens over the weekend. And then I know some are playing uh, Robert Streb as well, who's also minus three, Libiota uh, minus three as well. 
and they're three off the lead, both earlier start times around 8.45, 8.56 for both those guys, uh, and Strem around 40 or so to one as well. But I'm going to stay away from those two and go with, uh, uh, obviously stick with my original outrights, uh, but go with Chesson Hadley and Grayson Sig. So should be a fun time at the TBC Twin Cities coming up this weekend. All right, we've got Follow the Money coming up next. Uh, 8 Eastern off the top, Eric McLean, ACC Network and College Football Analyst. 815, Leo Mazzone, former Major League Baseball pitching coach. 830, Trevor Maddox, ESPN College Football and NBC Sports Washington NFL Analyst. At 915, Rick Kamla from Sirius XM, NBA Radio. And at 930, he brings the wood, Eric Wood, former Pro Bowl center and Buffalo Bills radio analyst. It's been a pleasure filling in for Scott Seidenberg. What a great team we had today. Jason Kahn, my man St. Nick, Taylor Tucky. Great job by all of them. It has been a pleasure. Until next time, Dan Leach saying so long from the Motor City. You've been watching The Look Ahead on VSIN, the sports betting weekend. Have a great weekend, everybody. Believe in the dream. This is VSIN, the sports betting network. Whether you're a novice or a seasoned veteran in the sports book, VSIN is here to help you improve your sports betting skills. VSIN has assembled the leading team of insiders and handicappers, stickers and handicappers, stickers and handicappers, stickers and handicappers. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house, and I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts. If you dare. 'Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. We are the voice of NASCAR. The green flag is in the air, and we are underway. The great American race. The Motor Racing Network. NASCAR Cup, Xfinity, and Craftsman Truck Series Racing. Live on your hometown radio station and MRN or NASCAR.com. Martinsville, Talladega, the Chicago Street Course. We have the side-by-side action and last lap passes for the win. Photo finishes. Ryan Blaney will win. The voice of NASCAR, the Motor Racing Network work.